Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. As you'd have heard on Live 95 News, the new law which criminalises the sharing of intimate images without consent was uh, begun by the Justice Minister, Helen McEntee, and is now in full effect. Uh, There was widespread public support to get it over the line in 2020 as online abuse has become an increasing issue, of course, in the age of social media. And our own Maxine Bramley has been chatting to some key people in Limerick to get a better understanding of how this brand new law will work for anyone who falls victim to this type of abuse. And let's hear uh, that now. The Harmful Communications and Related Offences Bill, more commonly known as COCO's Law, comes into full effect today. It's after Minister for Justice Helen McEntee signed the commencement order for the legislation yesterday on Internet Safer Day. The new law now criminalises the sharing of intimate images without consent with a penalty of an unlimited fine and or up to seven years imprisonment. Limerick woman Megan Sims was a key player in getting this new law over the line after she started a petition calling for revenge porn to be criminalised in early 2020. Well, I was actually um, a victim of image-based sexual abuse probably 2016. I had my photos and videos shared thousands and thousands of times. I logged into Facebook. I had 400 plus messages calling me all sorts of names and telling me to kill myself, which then I tried to do. Then a few months later, I found a forum and it had loads of girls' photos underage. Some older, obviously, but tons of photos of girls taken without consent. And I went to the guards and I was told there was nothing that could be done. Um, Then I went off social media for a few years and basically people were still reaching out to me just to say that they were stuck and they didn't know what they could do. And then I made the petition back a few months ago in the, I think at the start of first lockdown in March, I made the petition and it kind of blew up. I would say, I don't think we realise the level of the amount of people who are impacted by this in this country. It's happening every day. And I'd say there's multiple cases a day happening in this country. I would encourage people to go make reports because that's the only way anything is going to change. It's about flipping the narrative that's out there right now. Instead of why did you take the photos? Instead, it's about consent and saying, but why, why did you share my photos without consent? The legislation has created three new offences. Firstly, distributing, publishing or threatening to publish an intimate image without consent with the intent to cause harm. And this is the most serious offence under this new legislation. They're sharing an intimate image without consent, even if you do not know the person or intended to cause any harm. And lastly, they're sharing, publishing or sending threatening or grossly offensive communication which falls under the remit of online bullying. Victims are encouraged to make a report if they are subject to any of these offences, but how can they do this and what happens thereafter? I spoke to Detective Garda Denise Moriarty from the Divisional Protective Services Unit at Henry Street Garda Station. If you are a victim of the distribution, recording of any intimate image without your consent, or the distribution of any threatening or grossly offensive communication, please make contact with any Garda station and outline to the member of Garda Siakona your complaint. The investigative process will be explained to you and you will be invited to make a statement in writing which will outline your complaint in its totality. And what would things look like from your perspective then once this report has been made? So following on from the making of a statement by the victim, it is our duty to gather evidence. If applicable, We conduct inquiries with social media platforms and phone companies. If there are witnesses, we also invite them to make statements. 
if a suspect is identified, he or she will be interviewed in relation to the allegations and a file forwarded to the Director of Public Prosecutions for their directions in relation to any charges that may be brought against the suspect. In line with the Criminal Justice Victims of Crime Act 2017, the victim is updated by the investigating Garda and victims are encouraged to avail of support services like counselling. Okay, and what are the legal implications for a person who sends sexual images without consent now? So a suspect can be arrested and interviewed in relation to the allegations of sending intimate images and if charged before the courts and found guilty can receive a prison sentence ranging from 12 months to seven years and can also be fined. The victim is supported throughout the court process by Angarda Shikona and may be required to give evidence if the suspect pleads not guilty. The victim may also be required to give a victim impact statement, which is an account in the victim's own words of the effect the crime has had on them. What exactly constitutes a sexual image under this new law and how might a case like this hold up in court? Derek McCarthy, Limerick-based solicitor who practices in the area of criminal law, explains. Uh, the guardian would first of all look to see what that offending material was. They would take that offending material. And it's very simple for the guardian to trace back using their electronic wizardry, for want of a better phrase. And it's quite likely that a complaint of that nature where somebody says that their image or abusive material was posted about them on the internet, that, that a, a successful prosecution would arise from that because you're dealing with uh, technology, you're dealing with offending material being transmitted from computer to computer on the internet. There's a digital trail going back to where all of that started. It's easy to prove, basically. It's quite easy to prove and it's easy, well, it's very easy to investigate, quite easy to prove, certainly, yeah. Um, And what constitutes an image, I probably should have said what that is as well, because the legislation is very explicit on what constitutes offending material. And that would be, uh, an intimate image would be what purports to be a person's genital area, their buttocks or anal region. Uh, are also in the case of female or breast area. It doesn't necessarily have to be the genital areas. It's an image that could hold itself out as looking like the genital area. Uh, And also it would be uh, if a person is nude or if they're down to underwear covering those areas, they would all be determined as intimate images. And if the person is engaging in sexual activity, that could be very mild sexual activity to to whatever they're all what's determined to be intimate images. So the legislation is very specific here, but it has very broad application. How long would a victim have to make such a report? An indictable offence where somebody can go to the circuit court for something, there's no statute of limitations in the strictest sense. But for district court matters, some of the offences here under the Harassment and Hanford Communications and Related Offences Act are district court or summary offences where I suppose the simple distribution without necessarily intending to cause any harm to somebody is a summary offence. Ordinarily, a summary offence must be prosecuted, or must, a prosecution must be initiated within six months of the offence itself. Now, there would be difficulties here where perhaps the offending material may not come to the attention of the injured party for a period of time, or indeed the injured party may be so upset and, and withdrawn by what they've come upon that they don't have the, the wherewithal within themselves to go to the guardian yet. That could take more than six months. So this legislation also provides for anything to be dealt with on a summary basis, that the statute of limitations extends from six months up to two years. And I suppose last question, and you might not have an answer to this, but mm. for a case like this, how how lengthy is the legal process there? How, how lengthy can you expect it to be? Really, it's hard to say. 
uh, I suppose court processes are always seen to be take a bit too long, but to reassure victims, the wait can be worthwhile. The new law, which takes full effect from today, is believed to be rather comprehensive. However, the Justice Minister Helen McEntee has made provisions for the legislation to be reviewed three years from today. This will allow any shortcomings that may arise to be addressed at that point. The legislation was created to reflect our ever-changing society, where the online world has become more and more prevalent. Right, so that's uh, Maxine there giving you uh, that update on uh, an important law. And indeed, we heard from some people uh, there who uh, know um, what it's like to work in the area and also somebody who was uh, a victim of this type of behaviour. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.